Hello and welcome to Ann Goals, an LCMS Youth Ministry Podcast. I'm host Reverend Mark Kiesling and I'm with DCE Juliana Schultz. We are here to bring parents, church workers, and lay leaders discussions and resources to help your youth ministry meet its end goal, which is young people who are disciples of Jesus Christ for life. Today, we're going to talk about international missions in the LCMS and specifically how we get youth engaged in sharing the gospel. The Lutheran Church Missouri Synod has a long history of sending missionaries across the globe so that all people can hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. The LCMS established its first mission board in 1851, and in 1894, the LCMS sent its first overseas missionary and family to India. Stories of how God has used our missionaries and their families and our church body partners is a testament to the LCMS's desire to vigorously make known the love of Christ by word and deed within our churches, communities, and the world. And this work continues today as LCMS International Mission continues to send missionaries for career and short-term service in the name of Jesus. LCMS International Mission works alongside a number of our partner church bodies, as well as they strive to support and expand theological education and serve God's people. We have talked often on the podcast and in other resources about engaging youth in opportunities to serve. And part of our 40 end goals talks about how we support the mission of the church and how we serve our neighbor both locally and outside of our community in places like servant events and mission trips. Uh, there's lots of ways to learn, support, and even engage in international missions if that's opportunities that God has before you. We know that young people might have a passion for this. They might um, hear more about it and, and we want to encourage them as they investigate what international missions can look like like both in the support end and the educational end, um, as well as um, opportunities that they might have in the future. Joining us today are staff members from LCMS Office of International Mission, Reverend Mark Raby and Aaron Alter. Welcome to Angles, and thank you for all the work you are doing in recruiting, supporting, and resourcing our missionaries and providing short-term mission opportunities. It's great to be here. Thank you. So Reverend Raby, uh, tell us a little bit about what you do in the Office of International Mission and your other vocations, uh, connections with young people, and things that bring you joy. Well, currently I serve as a Director of Missionary Recruitment with the Office of International Mission. Prior to that, uh, my family and I were in Ethiopia for about six years. I served as a theological educator um, in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia with the Makani Jesus uh, Church Body. Um, what gives me joy? Well, I have I have four four kids in my awesome. household that uh, three teenagers and a one almost a teenager, so they give me lots of joy. Uh, and uh, uh, so th- I'm engaged with youth there. Yeah, right. Uh, but also. Um, <laughs> I do teach uh, at our uh, uh, congregation. I do teach uh, the middle school. Awesome. Uh, so they're a lot of fun. Yeah, you bet. Always yeah. engaging. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> that gives me joy. Aaron, tell us a little bit more about you, your roles and programs and the other vocations you have and things that bring you joy. Yeah, so I am I'm the director of the short-term program. Uh, and basically, the, I mean, Jesus... Jesus died for everyone's sins. Like he's already done this. And there are people who do not realize this. They they just, they don't know. And so we in the church, we, we get to tell them this is amazing. And in my role, I, I get to help. <laughs> I help yeah. make that happen internationally, especially. Um, and so that is something, honestly, that I just get... A, a lot of joy and satisfaction from being part of doing that. It's not the frontline sort of stuff. It's mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. stuff supporting from from the back end. Um, I started in this role after serving as a missionary in Japan, 
Um, I was there for three and a half years and loved that experience. When I came back, I was like, oh, I'd love to somehow build on that experience. Mm -hmm. And this position opened up, a position opened up in the mission department. And I thought, well, that would be an interesting uh, connect. And so I've actually worked in the international mission department um, since 2000. That includes my missionary service, but cool. it's a it's a long time. <laughs> um, and I do love it. Uh, as far as working with youth, we do we do send some youth mm-hmm. in my in my regular day to day life. My interactions with youth are mainly with the the kids that my friends have um, mm-hmm. who are now uh, eighth graders and asking fascinating questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got to host the the youth group junior high and high school at my house. We played telestrations. Nice. It was very loud and hilarious. Uh, so I do some things like that um, at, at my church and just have a good time with that. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you for your service to the church. It's got to be cool to be on this side of the support of missionaries after serving yourself in those roles, sharing yeah. the gospel and be able to probably know from firsthand mm-hmm. some of the things to do well and mm-hmm. some of the things that you know the challenges can be for our missionaries yeah. that serve. So that's awesome to be on both sides. Well, one of the things we also love to hear about from our guests is about their junior and senior high school years that you're walking along with some people right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you share for us about how maybe Jesus used a key moment or moments or people to keep you or bring you close to him or the church? Well, I would say uh, probably my pastor. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was uh, in middle school, he's really the one, Pastor Hal, mm-hmm. who encouraged me to be a pastor. Cool. Um, it didn't happen for a while <laughs> that I became a pastor, <laughs> but he encouraged me. And and um, you know, I and getting to go, uh, I remember fondly going to you know youth activities, not mm-hmm. only in the church but also to do like confirmation retreats, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and uh, those were other ways in which you know our congregation engaged with the youth, and and I enjoyed it because I grew up in the Northwest, yeah. and so you know we go to these nice uh, you know places out in, in nature and awesome. great mm-hmm. campgrounds, and mm-hmm. so it was fun, and mm-hmm. and uh, get to be with my uh, you know uh, fellow. Uh, uh, my fellow uh, friends that are the same age of me as me or in, in confirmation or, you know, other uh, adults that, that modeled the faith and encouraged mm-hmm. me as well. So that, that was really, I, I think, uh, as I think through my junior high and, and high school years, um, our congregation was, didn't have a huge youth group, but mm-hmm. we had a kind of a tight knit group. And cool. so, uh, so that was, uh, that was important to me. And that was, that was great. Awesome. So I'm a second career pastor's kid and um, that all happened during junior high oh, and high wow. school. Okay. Yeah. So, honestly, yes, yeah, yeah. there Thank was a sacrifice. lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see it that way at the time. Um, but honestly, God really did use all of those mm. changes from place to place and honestly culture to culture even mm. because I started out as like as a fully suburban kid mm. and we had our vicarage in a very small town, Minnesota, and then went to a very large public high school for my first year Mm -hmm. of high school. And then our first call was to another small town. Mm -hmm. And so just all of those changes, while they were hard at the time, really did, I can look back now and see that Mm -hmm. God was using that time to prepare me and, Form form me into the into the person I am with with the 
skills and resilience mm-hmm. that I have mm-hmm. that he mm-hmm. is now using in in ways that I would not have anticipated. I'm guessing that came in handy in the mission it, field. It did. Yeah. It did. <laughs> <laughs> yes. One of those skills for a purpose, right? Yeah. Uh, so tell us a little bit about where the LCMS sends people, uh, particularly overseas. Where do they go? For how long? Uh, what kind of work do they do? Well, uh, four corners of the earth, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, Eurasia, we have four regions, Eurasia, um, Africa, Latin America, and the Caribbean, and Asia. And so a lot of, I mean, there's just a multiplicity of places as well as uh, vocations. I mean, whether, uh, I mean, often we work alongside a church body and uh, we're either working alongside a church or we're planting churches. And so often we have pastors uh, that we call. Uh, and for, for youth, that might seem like, oh my goodness, that's like many, many thousands of years away before I'd become a pastor or even a deaconess or a DCE. But, you know, often we have, you know, those roles for pastors, uh, church planters working like myself. I mm-hmm. served with a church body and I taught at a seminary. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we have DCEs and deaconesses and teachers. So often those are, you know, you've gotten your college degree and you go off and you you have the opportunity to serve um, in those various capacities. But, you know, we also have business managers. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. missionaries mm-hmm. need a paycheck. Right. They need right. someone helping them out with their visas and, mm-hmm. um, you know, some of those other kind of uh, key things for daily life. Um, ESL teachers, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, music educators. We don't want to forget them or mm-hmm. even volunteer coordinators when like short-term teams come. Mm-hmm. We need someone on that side uh, to be able to help coordinate all those things. Mm-hmm. So, uh there are many different areas. It's not just a, a professional church worker, but there are a lot of uh, lay positions. Over half of our missionaries are lay people now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so with short-term, similar, we have we have short-term opportunities around the world. We definitely utilize them based on where our missionaries have identified the needs. And there are some places where either due to circumstances, it's, it's easier to facilitate them, or in some cases it it can be harder. So right now we do have more opportunities for service in Latin America and Eurasia, but Asia and Africa, it's not that they are not looking for them, it's just right now there are different challenges Mm -hmm. in being able to actually receive and host them, Mm -hmm. um, as Mark said. So um, definitely have those sort of things and they do a wide variety of service as far as activities that the volunteers do it can be everything from um english bible camps vbs theological education uh construction and remodeling um they they just uh sometimes there's medical teams medical mission trips uh there's also some where you're basically putting on a fun um sort of a cross between a VBS and a summer camp for um, our missionary kids during their mm-hmm. annual retreat. Um, mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. a it's sort of a specialized mm-hmm. opportunity, mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's mm-hmm. another another great one. Our kids um, really look forward to that when we are on the mission field. Always mm-hmm. have the the annual missionary retreat, and then someone, mm-hmm. some congregation would come, and they'd love on them and bring VBS mm-hmm. and and sometimes some goodies yeah. Uh, yeah. that awesome. they were anticipating. <laughs> but to be able to have that time that's specifically devoted to them, right? Um, and right. Uh, it really helped that the missionary kids gel as well. Mm-hmm. Great, so. mm-hmm. that's great. Mark, I want to go back to something you said before. I'm yeah. surprised to hear that number. 
half of our missionaries are lay people. So I, I understand the business manager side, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I understand um, um, maybe some of the other roles that you mentioned. Or no, so, sorry. Sorry. So I understand business manager, what mm-hmm. they would do. I understand yeah. obviously what the pastor would do, church yeah. planting, that type of stuff. Maybe can you speak to a little bit more about what some of the other roles then are that are done? Mm-hmm. I'm surprised to hear about that. And maybe some other people would be too, to otherwise that lay people and maybe commission ministers mm-hmm. are serving in the field. Yeah. So, I mean, we have, there are uh, international schools we work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so often we have teachers, not just teaching ESL, they might be math teachers or some other subjects that they, they mm-hmm. might be teaching. Um, but also, you know, DCEs. I mean, DCEs are great. Uh, I love DCEs because they know how to be a team player. <laughs> yeah. um, but DCEs are great, you know, because they bring a fresh, exciting perspective to life. And they, they know, uh, they just, I'm a pastor and, and it's great to have DCEs and all those complimentary uh, vocations. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, whether it be working and coordinating, uh, like for instance, we had a volunteer coordinator slash DCE. So, I mm-hmm. mean, they, they knew how to work with teams. They knew how to work with groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so that was a skill set that's already there for a DCE. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. to be able to work uh, with those teams that would come over uh, into Africa. Um, but like, a you know, a deacon, deaconess who focuses on mercy work, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be mm-hmm. uh, connected to, um, you know, a, a school with uh, folks that might have disabilities mm-hmm. or uh, the mercy work uh, that, that is that is there in that particular region, but also teaching theology to mm-hmm. the to the children and, and, and women. Um, in Africa, we had a lot of deaconesses. I know there are many in Latin America, mm-hmm. but but uh, in Africa, there's a lot of mercy work that's done because of the social reality. Uh, it's not appropriate for a man right. to come into a woman's house by himself. So for a woman to be able to have that access, to mm-hmm. be able to share the gospel, but also uh, bring the hands and feet of, of Jesus, you know, to mercy work to, uh, with them. Um, but like a volunteer coordinator, mm-hmm. uh, I did mention that, but mm-hmm. someone who, uh, you know, they may have a, a business marketing mm-hmm. background mm-hmm. Um, or language, you mm-hmm. know, our, one mm-hmm. of our sure. uh, coordinators down in Latin America, Erin McKenzie, I mean, she's got Spanish and yeah. she is a very, uh, very much one who, who uses that skill of her language, but also in coordinating trips that come to yeah. Latin America or when we had uh, Alliance missionaries uh, coordinating their orientation. So mm-hmm. there's many different facets for a volunteer coordinator, which are a great extension of our office Absolutely. and Aaron's mm-hmm. office, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know, when we when we send folks overseas uh, to do those short term trips. So, you know, there's a lot of different. Uh, for instance, we just uh, sent some missionaries um, to Eurasia and his background is is IT. And mm-hmm. so uh, for the seminary in Latvia to be able to have an actual dedicated IT person mm. uh, so that they can do mm. their um, do their classes over the Internet. Wow. And, and we've got someone who can resolve those issues instead <laughs> yes. of everybody scratching their head. <laughs> right. So um, those are skill sets you may not think of that a missionary uh, could be a missionary. But, hey, right. we, we need people like that with right. those gifts and talents uh, to be able to to serve the church. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah, I always appreciate just the variety of different Mm -hmm. kinds of people who come through and who are Mm -hmm. trained and we send as missionaries. I think that's a helpful perspective for Mm -hmm. us to have, Um, particularly uh, as you might have teens who are coming into their youth group who are thinking that the international missions is something Mm -hmm. that they want to do. But as you mentioned earlier, Mm -hmm. that kind of can seem like a long Mm -hmm. way off. How can youth leaders uh, encourage and support young people who are maybe thinking about that as a potential future um, as they kind of consider 
what to do and, and what's next in that. Well, one of the things that I, that I was thinking that that is helpful, especially like when missionaries come and do their home service time, to, uh, when if you're able to, mm. to if a congregation supports a missionary family, to be able to go and you know talk to the missionaries, talk to the missionary kids when they're there, um, get their prayer card. A youth group can pray mm-hmm, for them, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean that was a great blessing knowing when we were on the field that someone mm-hmm. was praying for us mm-hmm. uh, and uh, sometimes we'd even get letters and I, I still remember one from uh, one of the elementary schools and and I still have it in my awesome. cube here at the International Center you know where she wrote me a little letter <laughs> I'm praying for you and it had a Bible verse on there oh. so those things are you know encouraging and it came by snail mail to Ethiopia <laughs> so um, uh, took two months to get there but hey <laughs> it got there it got there yeah. but uh, you know uh, get their prayer cards, pray for mm-hmm. them, um, you know, to, to encourage those missionaries. If they do come, you know, you can look on the LCMS website and get access to those, um, uh, short-term trips or, uh, you gotta be a certain age. Maybe your congregation mm-hmm. is going, but mm-hmm. I don't want to steal Aaron's thunder, mm-hmm. but that mm-hmm. might be another way that, that they can engage, uh, as well. Um, I would say with, with connecting them with the missionary, that's, that would be a if you have a young person who really is interested in it, that having a personal connection to a missionary is, there's research that has shown that that is going to have a real impact on them being able to then actually serve as a missionary in the future. So finding a way to help them find that connection. And whether if your church doesn't already support a missionary, we can we can help with that, but mm-hmm. we can also help help find a find a connection there. Maybe that that young person would like to sort of take the lead in that relationship and you know invite the missionary. Can you come and present? Can you present to my youth group? Mm-hmm. And they can help um, plan and facilitate some of uh, the preparations for for receiving that missionary. Um, another thing that young people can do now, especially if they're interested in international opportunities. We Another type of volunteer service that we have is online English conversation partners. Mm-hmm. Those we, we do about three times a year, typically in the fall, the winter, and the spring. Uh, we take off for the summer and let everyone go outside. Um, <laughs> but that is something that even before you're 18, you can sign up to serve in that way. In that way. Um, you'd have to look and see if your calendars align. Um, but there's opportunities. You usually spend about an hour a week doing a Zoom conversation, essentially, um, with a missionary who is hosting this um, in their location. They have they have students who are interested in being able to practice their English. So everyone joins the Zoom, and then you split out into the individual conversation rooms. The missionary can then sort of float in and out and help. You get questions. You don't have to come up with your own topics as far as what you're going to do with that. But it is a it is a fun opportunity to start engaging with somebody who is from another culture and give you that opportunity to start. Honestly, it helps you start practicing training your ear to hear mm-hmm. other accents mm-hmm. and that sort of yeah. thing, which is a right. good skill to right. have um, as a missionary. Yeah. Uh, so that's a fun one that that people can do now. There is an application process, but um, it is one that that youth are eligible to be considered for. Um, 
The other thing that you, you could consider doing would be in encouraging them to take a foreign language. Mm-hmm. I would say mm-hmm. that with one caveat that I would encourage them, yes, study a foreign language. You might or might not end up serving in a place that uses that particular language. It's not wasted, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Learning how to learn a foreign mm-hmm. language is a great exercise. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And so starting with that as, as, a, as a high schooler is a great opportunity to help your brain start learning how to go about learning a foreign language, even if you don't end up using that particular one in your missionary service, your brain has learned it's going to use that skill set. So that's another Mm -hmm. great opportunity to help prepare. There is, you know, even uh, the opportunities that are your congregation may be engaged in in your community. I mean, mm-hmm. that may even mm-hmm. be a cross-cultural experience mm-hmm. right. with, yes. you know, uh, but that's uh, the importance of where are you right now? What kinds of things are you doing right now uh, uh, with your congregation, through mm-hmm. your congregation to be able to, you know, uh, gain those experiences, mm-hmm. but also get take yourself out of the picture and serve someone else. Um, and it prepares you for, for missionary service as well. Because mm-hmm. um, people around you in the neighborhood need, need to hear the gospel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Aaron, it was a highlight for me the last uh, couple of months that we have international events up on the LCMS Servant event. Mm, so some yes, short-term opportunities. Yes. That was great to do that. So I want you to talk a little bit maybe about how if you got youth groups or maybe young adults, I know some of them, I think you do have to be 18 or older, um, but how can they get connected with these short-term opportunities, um, some places for them to go, um, again, ways that they're able to yeah. serve? So we have started posting um, a number of our opportunities on the Servant Events uh, websites so that we're able, we're trying to make it mm-hmm. easy for people mm-hmm. to find in as many ways they can find <laughs> it as possible. Um, so youth groups, if you're if your youth group is interested in serving together, there are some opportunities that are well suited to having a youth group team. We do have some some caveats um, similar, I think, actually to servant events mm-hmm. yep. where we're looking for an adult to youth ratio. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Ours is one to four, um, and we also have an age bracket. Um, if you are fourteen between fourteen and seventeen, you can serve on a team from your congregation. Um, if you are younger than 14, you do need to be accompanied by a parent, mm-hmm. um, parent or, or guardian. Uh, so that's our sort of cutoff there. If you are older than 18, you can serve on uh, in anything that you're qualified for. Um, so there, there's no... Um, Age at that point, you're a legal adult from our perspective, so you could go and serve individually. Um, you could serve on a team. Um, you for the adult leader, you do need to be 21. Okay. <laughs> so you you so we have that sort of thing that we'll talk through that sort of detail uh, with you if you're interested. Some of the opportunities that are well suited to youth groups are the English Bible camps that happen every year in the summer. Those are a lot of fun. We actually write the curriculum for those um, so that it is ready to go. It has an English component, it has a bio component, and it's Lutheran. It's great. Um, And it's all packaged and ready to go. You don't have to come up with your own ideas. It's there. You just print it out. We even actually print it and mail it to you. Um, So curriculum is great. 
it's actually available on the website if you happen to be in an area that has English language learners that you would like a resource to be able to host something like that in your neighborhood, cool. you are welcome to just download it and use that resource. Um, but English Bible camps, those happen typically in Europe. This summer they are in Poland and Czech Republic, and I would expect we'd have those again um, next summer. We should have dates fairly soon. Uh, they're typically in July and early August is when those happen. Uh, so those are a great one. We we will typically we have youth teams that are happening this year on those during those English Bible camps. Um, those are great. Puerto Rico is another one. Puerto Rico is nice. You don't even need a passport yes, to go to Puerto right. Rico. That is the United States, but we still count it as international because because we do. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna we'll just let that one be international. Puerto Rico. It's a gr another great opportunity. That one is going to be more of a tailoring. They tailor the opportunity a bit to your group. So mm. if you are interested in being able to do some of the, the construction, hammer and nail type stuff, Puerto Rico is still recovering from past hurricanes mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. Earthquakes, they've just been pummeled. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So... There's that type of opportunity. There's also some outreach type opportunity in the community to be able to connect with the congregation and reaching out to their neighborhood. You can do sort of a mix of the two. So that's something that they would work with you to sort of determine what type of specific activity your group would actually do. But that's another site that's great for youth. Um, I anticipate there's going to be some other locations that are also great, but those are ones that are tried and true. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I can speak with confidence that those are particularly great ones for, for youth groups to go on. I know I've had some connection with congregations that do the English Bible camps, and it's mm -hmm. great experience for their youth. I mean, that they just come yeah. by, come way enriched, and I think people get excited. But I think for church work careers through that, I mean, I've heard that story, just that opportunity to serve in the name of Jesus, and then yeah. get to know inter people internationally, other Christians internationally, exactly. and be able to make that connection is an awesome thing. So it's exactly. cool. It's great. And Aaron, you and your team work together with anybody who's thinking about those to walk them through all of the steps and support yes. for that. Yes. Beyond just the initial placement process to sort of match them up with an opportunity, then we walk them through every step of the way. Yeah. <laughs> Here we have it all laid out. You don't have to figure things out. We will tell you exactly what you need to do and when. Um, and it's all it's all documented beautifully so that you can keep track of it all. Um, yeah. And you guys are pros, right? So, uh, yeah. So it's great. I mean, I think it's one of those great things is often, you know, you have leaders who would love to to offer that kind of opportunity, but it's a little overwhelming to even mm -hmm. consider that. I love that you're able to kind of walk with them mm -hmm. through those different pieces. Uh, but not every youth group is going to be able to do that, right? So right. what are some ways that you guys have to maybe teach more about international missions or resources that youth groups can be using uh, to help maybe even start that spark of interest um, with our young people? Yeah. So I would say for this one, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go with Missions Impact Teen Edition, which is a curriculum. It's available for free uh, to download that is specifically written for teens to learn about international mission work and explore their own vocation. Mm. Um, I know you guys, this is this podcast's end goals. When we were developing this curriculum, we 
we actually identified three of the end goals that you guys have that we were like, we want to touch on these particular ones in this curriculum. So if you are looking to to incorporate on some of those, um, we, we cover three of them in this one uh, in the curriculum. Those are included at the beginning, but it's it's a great one. The, the curriculum was written by missionaries. Mm. Um, missionary kids contributed to cool. it, so we've got missionary teens mm-hmm. who actually help mm-hmm. help participate in creating the curriculum and, and contributing content, um, as well as as staff members here. Um, it's it it really is an excellent um, resource uh, that you could use to put on, say, a youth retreat um, over the course of you know a few nights. If you were doing a lock in type thing, you could do it in a English, uh, English, I'm on English mode. You could do it in a, like a Sunday morning Bible class type thing or youth night type thing. Um, youth leaders tend to be pretty creative and good at adapting. So Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. tried not to make it too rigid in that way and allow you to, to sort of utilize it, um, in, based on your particular context and what you're, what you're needing. But there is, there's a lot in here, particularly in mission, but also helping, Youth explore their own vocations where they are now, uh, mm-hmm. as where as well as where they where they might be dreaming and looking forward to uh, in their future. And we'll put a link to that resource in the show notes, but it's available both on the LCMS website where you're looking at international mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. and on the youth e-source, which is great. You can find it in lots of different places. It is a, a fantastic mm-hmm. curriculum. And then, Erin, you guys also have a podcast that we talks do. to missionaries too, right? Yeah, that one is fun. It's called Five Minutes with a Missionary. And as you might guess from the title, it is short and sweet <laughs> episodes. Um, it's about the attention span of a teenager. <laughs> yes. Um they're great. They uh, we've had missionary kids who actually are the primary speaker on some of the on some of the episodes. Basically, we we throw out a topic and see what sort of reflections missionaries from around the globe have on that particular topic. Um, there's some similar threads and there's some striking differences. So it's been it's been a lot of fun. Awesome. Mark Aaron, thanks so much for all those resources. Resources. Anything else you'd like to discuss and point people to on anything website-wise or other resources that might be available? The only other resource I can think of is is one of the things that we have introduced is uh, Shadow of Missionary. Obviously, mm-hmm. that would be something for someone who's finished their college degree, but maybe they're okay. they're interested in mission work. Um, you you basically shadow a missionary for a week. Wow. I mean, you 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 room with them you you get to see the exciting opportunities of like going and going to a governmental office or cool. doing nothing for the day because you accomplished nothing or you know it depends on what what is going on in that particular time in the life of the missionary but you're shadowing that missionary so you can see what missionary life is like that's great. so that's uh that's another opportunity that that we have as well um for those who 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 are interested but sure. maybe not quite ready to jump in and sure. uh, it's it's an opportunity Great yeah. way to get, uh, again, an idea of what yeah. takes place through yeah. every day. Yep. Yeah, that's great. Yes. Well, certainly we will, as we said, put links in the show notes on how to get a hold of you guys mm-hmm. and some of the websites and, and your socials, which you're very active on as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hope that people take advantage of that, take a look at some resources and, and connect with you guys um, as you think about helping to serve young, or helping young people to serve internationally. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you.
one thing I love talking to our friends in LCMS Office of International Mission or missionaries or we're blessed to have a museum here at the International Center to go down. There's so much stuff about our mission work across the LCMS is to just have that encouragement of since the beginning of the LCMS, we're all about missions. We're about sharing the good news of Jesus. We've got that good message to share and we want to tell others. And man, they are an encourager. It's just inspirational again to see how, what our missionaries do on our behalf, but then also what we can do in our local congregations and local communities to share the good news of Jesus as well. Yeah, I think young people today are so much more engaged in what's happening yeah. across the world and they're so much more cross-culturally minded. Mm -hmm. I'm not surprised that young people are, are interested in engaging and sharing the gospel, not just within their own peer groups, but outside of that, outside of their, even their own communities mm -hmm. and, and internationally as well. Uh, I know we have young people in, in my youth group who, whether they saw missionaries at the national youth right, gathering right. or at district events, or just heard, heard stories who just got incredibly fascinated by that, that possibility. And that was a fun fire to try and yeah. uh, keep kindled and keep yeah. them thinking about it as they uh, considered that. Yeah, it's always one of our highlights of the gathering. I think it's, we always have ways to meet missionaries, whether through, through sessions or Office of Na International Mission might do a booth or less. We've had, I can still remember one, this was before Zoom was a normal thing that we actually Zoomed with a missionary like in Africa, you know, make midnight their time. <laughs> they they yeah. got up for yeah. participants of the gathering to Zoom with them and see a day in their life. And and I know as a, a kid, we were blessed to support LCMS missionaries in Africa as well as on um, Indian reservations in Montana. And I always, always remember one, every week praying for them and just uh, keeping them in prayer and learning through them. And then, man, when they come and visit, just an eye-opening experience for me to understand again how the gospel goes through the church um, and how people are uh, again through the work of the holy spirit come to uh, call jesus as their lord and savior and what a beautiful thing that was an encouragement that was to me and my faith walk too and to understand that and see how the church works so again thanks for all our missionaries thanks for the office of international mission and the work that they do and certainly ways that we can support them um, in many ways so a few closing questions for you to consider what are ways that you can encourage youth who might be good fits for future international service how can you actively lift up and support current missionaries in your youth ministry or congregation through prayer, financial support, or other engagement? And how can you give young people opportunities to share the gospel with those outside of your community? We will continue to keep you in our prayers as you give young people an opportunity to serve and as they consider how to share the gospel with those who might not already know it. And we hope you will join us in praying for our full-time and short-term international missionaries serving across the globe. NCLOS Podcast is a production of LCMS Youth Ministry and KFUO Radio. To find out more about LCMS Youth Ministry or to find links to resources mentioned, go to kfuo.org slash youth ministry. Thank you for listening and caring for the young people of our church.